Brilliant. Well, welcome, Brew. Where, where are you? Uh, I'm currently in Kent, so I'm at Ellie's University Foundation. Oh, cool. Yeah, That's and then I'm traveling back to Bath tomorrow to my uni, and then traveling there back home to Wales, then to then go to the competition. So I'm doing a bit of a round trip this week. That's crazy. So, and you're at university in Bath? Yeah. Um, and then oh, there's probably a good way just to head straight into one of my questions, which I was sitting in the commentary box with your mum on the weekend. Um, and I was like, so she, she brought up that you were on the podcast and whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm not too sure what we're going to talk about really. I'll probably just find out how he trains his ponies and what sort of like training he does. And she's like, he does none, none of the above. <laughs> like he just rocks up and does the riding. And like it all sounded as, as if your mum does a lot of the the pony care. Uh, yeah, I mean this isn't this isn't great for younger kids if they're watching because you should definitely train your own horses. But uh, I mean I'm away all of the week at university, so and I'm like an hour and twenty minutes from home, so there's just no way I can do it at the moment. Obviously, when I'm home, I try and do my best, but mum keeps most of my horses fit. And then I just rock up on the Friday. And uh, there they are. And win the competition. Uh, no, no always, no always. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Because uh, I brought that up uh, to Tom and Meg, and they were just like, because I was like, oh, it turns out he just doesn't do any training. And then obviously, I was just like, well, he's obviously done a shit ton of training. Yeah, that's not in the true. Years, yeah. In the years leading up to, to now that you're at university. Um, so I guess we could touch on that. Uh, well, maybe first. We can give everyone a bit of an introduction if you can do some kind of timeline of how you started games and how you got to where you are now, sort of achievements we've got into. And we'll, if we get distracted along the way, that's great. So we can just go down little rabbit holes. Yeah, right. So I, I wrote them down uh, yesterday or the day before. I went back to the very start and I thought I'd just see see where where my first titles were and um, yeah, we can go from there. So I started very young like four or five um obviously mum and dad both did both did games um dad reckoned he would have won a world individuals if his horse didn't get stung by a bumblebee before the final uh, he, had to out. <laughs> <laughs> he got into the final he said he got stung by a bumblebee he said he was favorite but uh yeah that's why he never won i didn't even know your dad rode yeah yeah he rode um he also, he won't be saying this on the podcast, but uh, he cost his team horse of the year show. He missed the flag pitting at the top. I know there's a lot of uh, talk about flag pitting on this podcast. And yeah, you missed that one. It's not even the part of the race that you particularly worried about. Like the top pudding. It's like, it's all about the preparation leading to the turn. Which yeah. I guess is why that flag pudding becomes a problem. But I guess, and it happened with Guy in the, about two weeks ago with his pudding yeah, at the after, top. After he said it on here, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Cool, yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm gonna get distracted fresh off the bat because I mean, I guess we could have your dad on at some point because he'd be pretty interesting to talk to as well. Um, but what team did he ride for? I have no idea, to be honest. Um, no, I have no idea. An old team, put it like that. He's he'd have been one of the starters. Um, but then he went into training quite young, I think. Uh, and then Mum rode a bit, but she wasn't she wasn't great. I mean, I, f I found a lot of like uh, C final and D final trophies at, at our old house. <laughs> yeah, she said they were hers. So, 
<laughs> I'm sure the the competitions were bigger then, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure she was good. Give but she told me how to vote. She told me how to vote. Dad couldn't teach me how to vote. That was all. Okay, yo, that's wild. Okay, so where do we go from there? Um. So next. So from there, went onto a horse called Chaz. Don't know if you've heard of that. Um, so this when you were like four years old. Yeah, four or five. Um, a little Shetland miniature thing. It was like a proper Shetland. And that only had one eye. Um, because it got shot in the field by someone with a BB gun. So it, Oh, my God. Yeah, its eye just kept shrinking until they had to take it out. And I guess that kind of helped me at that time because at that point I had to do all the equipment so it could see it with its right eye. So that's when all the inside turns started coming in so it could see the equipment. Been training since you were five for your inside exactly. turns. From there, it was just like a natural progression. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Blessing in disguise. Yeah, exactly. The BB so gun was a blessing. Yeah, what a story. And then, so that was Chaz. And mm. how long were you on him for? Oh, three years, maybe. Okay. Then, are you one of those riders that has a pony for like 10 years? Do you have any ponies from like when you were a kid? Um, yes, Merlin. Merlin was the, a long one. Uh, so I have okay. been told about Merlin on the weekend. Apparently it was like the best horse ever to, yeah. to date. Yeah, so when I had him, when I got him, I must have been, I think I was 10. And he'd just come like third in the world individuals in Open. Oh, wow. uh, he was just way too much for me. So when I got him, we just trained. So I think it was two years before I did my first competition on him at home. We just trained nonstop. I've got like videos of when I was starting out and I was tiny on him. Um, yeah, and I had to kind of master my vaulting on him, I guess, before I did before I did much. Um, I've got, <laughs> I still have the same hat from when I was like 12 and I've just got a massive like cut in the top of it from where he kicked me in the field. Like <laughs> I was learning to vault still. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I guess he was the horse I won my first proper competition on, which was one individual pairs in 2012. Okay. So Who are you riding with? Uh, George Knight Eddins. George. George who? Knight Eddins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was, so I would have been 10. I would have been 10 at that point. Uh, one under 12s. And then one of the following year with Callum Cook. And then the year after that with Charlie Yates. They were all under 12s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you won world pairs all of those years? Uh, yeah. So I've won world pairs 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, <laughs> 19. <laughs> we don't, don't talk about 17. 17's kind of like um, not a great year on on the competition fronts. Why was that? Are we going to uh, talk horse, about that now? <laughs> yeah. A horse, a horse went out injured and it was just uh, wasn't a great year. Oh, okay, well, you were riding like a second pony. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So we rode Chaz and then we rode Merlin. 
Yeah, well, we had we had a couple in between. I've had quite a few. So, in between Chaz and Merlin, I had a horse called Pollyanna. Okay. Um, that was like a top, top, top horse back then. So that one more individuals and stuff. Um, and I also had a I had a horse called Champ, which I have no idea where he is right now. To be honest, after after we had it, uh, got rid of him, he just seemed to disappear. To be honest, I have no idea where he's gone. Um. Hashtag searching for champ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last I saw him, he bolted off with me actually. And uh, we did a competition in Italy and he just took hold and like ran towards uh, an ambulance, like just took me into it. But um, good horse, but I haven't seen him since. Then we had Chaz, then we had Pollyanna, then we had Merlin. Merlin then took me through to like for 2015. And then I got Spy, who I've was written by Quentin, and then Colin Birdland, and then I had a Matthew Colin. Oh, Spy is actually, I think I saw him a couple of weeks ago at Western Lawns. So there's yeah, an yeah, under 18 yeah. riding it, or under 15 or something. Yeah. Um, okay. So one more pairs on him in 2015. Yeah, 2015. Um, cool, cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I did Europeans on him that year as well. I haven't been to these big competitions. They must be insane. Yeah. So Europeans is definitely the biggest one. I'd probably say. Because that's, that's what that's what's happening at Denmark, like just now. It's like pretty soon. Pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know how big that will be. Um, I don't know who's going to that. Are you going to that? I would love to just go and watch and support, but I don't even know if that's allowed at the moment. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't go. This cost is just too much. Yeah, it's too expensive to take ponies there for sure. Yeah, it is so expensive at the moment. So I don't know how people would do it, but that's usually the biggest competition. And then world teams probably. Have you ridden the Champions League? Uh, yes, I've ridden once with. Uh, Frodo's team, Linda Getoff. I rode with them, and we came second. I think that's the only time I've done it. Yeah, I've only done it once, and that was ages ago. Okay, how was your result? Uh, second, but it was a bit weird. So what happened is we did the first part of the A final, and Leicester Yellow were winning. Now. I don't want to bring up, there's a bit of beef and like, I don't want to be blamed for bringing up the beef, but um, so we did the first part and then there was like torrential hail and snow at Le Bond and it just completely, because the arena is not very like uh, well drained, mm. just completely flooded the arena. So then there was a team vote. There was like a, a vote with all the teams and I think only- who was going to win? No, so we've done the first part of the final and um, Leicester Yellow were winning by like eight points or something. I don't, I'm not even sure what all the points were. They were winning over us. So then they got all the teams together and they were like, because it was the next day, they were like, do you want to do the second part of the final? And I'm not sure particularly what the numbers were, but it was quite favourable of calling it off because of like, Tony Ralph or whatever. Apart from Bella, obviously, Bella Capel, because... <laughs> Win at all costs, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, Bella. And I think it was the French team. 
wanted to ride as well. Yeah. So then they called it off there. But then there was a massive row over, because there was quite a bit of prize money and the competition, obviously. And there was quite a row over whether Leicester Yellow should get the cut and the prize money. Did they end up getting it? Uh, I think they got the cut, but they never ended up getting the prize money for it. I mean, we'll hold it over to next year. Which you want, you want to say like yeah. fair enough, but at the same time, like if you go to the expense of getting your ponies to the competition and competing all the way up until having one part of a final to go, yeah, I, I it's, quite, it's quite sad. But then at the same time, it wouldn't. It's not necessarily fair if they do take it. Well, yeah, because like I think the year before, Berkshire had t- overturned like a twenty-point deficit or something to come back and win it. So it was kind of that was kind of part of the argument. I don't really know. And uh, you brought up Frodo. And I'd messaged him not long before this podcast just to ask if he had any questions for you. Um, And apart from mentioning that he's watched you ride since you were a kid, um, all he could really ask is, when are you going to beat Colin Verdeland? And do you think you're ever going to? Does he think he's ever going to? (laughs) (laughs) He has once, hasn't he? But... um... What did he say he'd done in 2019? Swimming, wasn't it? He'd done his knee swimming. Oh, uh, yeah. Long, but he didn't ride that, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Is he coming over? The one uh, he said that if he does come over, he'll get fired from work. <laughs> wow. So he's hoping that it gets cancelled in the UK and it gets held at Le because then he can go and won't get fired from work. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't, I don't really understand the dynamic there. We haven't discussed it much, but that seems like Seems like a heavy sandbag as to why he's not going to go and compete with you guys. We don't know if Colin's doing it or not, though. I, I don't know. I, I'd love to see them all. I'd love to see us all in there. I mean, I think it'd be a great competition. Um, I'd like to think that I could be in because I wasn't bother doing any of it, to be honest. If I could yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I mean, I think I have, yeah, a different different style to most people i guess and what does that educate us well i mean what is the style of ben hopkins when your child listens to this podcast in 30 years time uh well usually it's uh do a really bad first session that's what usually happens and then get progressively better i mean scrape through the semis get into the final and then usually i mean if you look at the last two finals that we did, so the struck individuals and the British individuals, I think out of the 20 games, I only won five of them. So I kind of go more for consistency over pure speed, um, which I think is quite different to others. That might play in your favour then, because I believe Colin Verdeland's pony is ridiculously fast. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, of course it is. It's huge. It's, it's a big, <laughs> yeah, it, it's quick, yeah. But so, so yeah, Hopkins, I'd like to see them two in a race, to be honest, because that that horse is really quick as well. Who was that second horse? Mitch, Chico. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who would win out of them two in a, in a straight line. Fair enough, in a, in a, in a three mug. Oh, Yeah. Who's got the turns? Oh, it doesn't really matter. Flag flyers, any of them. Yeah. Any of them fast ones. 
Yeah, I'm more of you know, just sit behind, you know, let everyone else get on with what they're doing and then see, see where I end up. <laughs> so how did that work for you in the last two competitions? Uh, it worked out all right, actually. Uh, what was it? <laughs> One by a point both times. It always, it always leads to a close finish. That's what, that's what I like. You know, keep the crowd entertained. You don't want all this Colin where he's winning more individuals by like eight points and it's done before the last game, you know? You've got to entertain the crowd. It's all all planned. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> we hate to be in that position and for the last race to be sword lancers, though. I don't think I could handle that stress. Oh, now, did you watch Did you watch British individuals? We watched the live stream that Jack did. Terri- I had a terrible start in it as well. I was like last to the top. I was like, Jesus I was coming down, just talking in my head, just tr- trying to go a bit faster because I was trying to. I think I only had like a five-point lead, and he was winning yeah. it. I was like, I need to overtake some people there. I had a terrible start. So what happened in sword lances? Um, so I think I was five points in the lead going into sword. And to be fair, the starts this weekend were very good. I I can't say a lot bad about them, but um, the last race they usually do let you go a bit, don't they? So. Yeah. I wasn't anticipating it because he was sending people back in other races. So I was trying not to, because boy's quite hard on the line. Held back a bit, turned on the side. As soon as I turned on the side, put the flag down. I was just, mm. I was left on the line. Um, Mitch had a flying start. He's going down to him. He's winning it. Um, so he wins the race. Uh, I know that I need to just get like two points, more than two points. <laughs> two points would be a runoff. Um, I got four in the end, so one by two. <laughs> It was, yeah. I, I think, think I remember the rings as well. Nobody missed one, which is quite unusual, usually. So. Yeah, very. I remember seeing one of Mitch's starts. Uh, we were watching on the live stream, and he was at like the first pole. Where by the time the flag dropped, I was just like, "Yo." <laughs> yeah, I had to have a little word with uh, with Alan. You know, it was, it was just the one. Was like he's he's always cheeky, but like that one was really, one, no? that one was crazy. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think we should just carry on with the the timeline and get that out the way, so I can ask random questions at some point. All right. So we've done world pairs, yeah. So I've made a little look. I made a little little notepad for you. Love it. So then, world individuals. I didn't win it in 2012 when I won my first world pairs. So I won the the world pairs were quite unexpected with me and George. We were very young at the time. I mean, yeah. That was the biggest shock one. And then 2013 in Denmark was my first World Individuals in under 12s. Um, that was on Merlin. Uh, that's when Mackenzie Taylor won the 17s as well, I think. And Frodo won the Opens. That's cool. what we were talking about on the podcast the other day, I think. And then 2014 um, was under 12s again. 2015 was under 14s. Or maybe 2014 was under 14. I don't know. But anyway, 2015, all I know is that I definitely recorded the highest number of points in the world's final. Because I only dropped one point in the final. That's insane. And what, what age group was that? Under 14s. Okay. And that's the like the record over all like over all age groups. Wow. I unless someone's won every game I guess but I don't think anyone has yo well that's that's a cool record that was mental mental yeah 
Then 2016. Oh, my my, I'm not very good at dates. I'm not like Frodo. I can't remember. He he remembers so much. And Greg, I can't remember dates like them. Uh, 2016 was in Brooms. Uh, I can't tell you a lot about that one because I don't remember. That must have been. Maybe that was that year. Maybe it was that year, but it was um, not many points. And then 2018 was Le Bond. And 2019 was Aston the Wolves. So, yeah, that one was a narrow miss. Narrow miss came second? No, no, no. I was on Aramis, the horse, Aramis. Aramis, I heard that was a narrow miss. <laughs> oh, no, no. Narrow misses, I'll tell you this one. 2016, one under 14s. No, right, I've got it now. So 2016 was the year that I only dropped one point because I ended under 17s as well that year on my novice at the time. And I came second by a point to Meg Riddler because I missed the put on going around the mug in free mug. Oh no. On a pole. <laughs> dead last. Came dead last in it. Oh no. <laughs> you weren't even expecting to win it. No, no, no. I was I did uh, European individuals like the week before and didn't even make the final on it. It was it was really novice at the time. Um I think that was its third competition, second competition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then 2020, coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus. I mean, what can you say? I think I started riding in 2020, though. And yeah. that's, I guess, I've seen you out quite a lot. I've seen you at all the competitions. There just weren't too many of them. Yeah. 2020 was, yeah, I was very ready for individuals that year. I mean, in lockdown, mum says, I know she told you that I'm not training at the moment, but. I was training most days at that time. Like I know the World Individual Games off by heart, the final games, like it's yeah. What what do your trainings look like? Like what do you how does how do you train a pony? We spoke about Josh and how he's like Western style and super like natural horsemanship type. I don't know if that's offensive because that would offend me if someone said natural horsemanship. Um, but like that kind of style and then we've spoken about with Alistair and he is also very Western. Um Frodo I'm assuming is more on the German the German riding side, the dressage. We've seen them all warming up in the in the warm up ring all by themselves. They're dressage ponies. <laughs> I mean training wise, I, I don't know what you want me to say here. Are you on it like well, I, I don't, how I don't does how, how does your like your usual week if you were to ride like for me at the moment during competitions I'm like competing every weekend and i've found that if i just go on a hack on a wednesday mm. my pony goes well on the weekend like i don't even trot when i ride him i go for a walk around the block and i go to the competition and he behaves himself and i'm just like okay well that's what i'll be doing for the rest of his life <laughs> <laughs> right uh wow i guess in lockdown i was doing so i was doing hacking out and then we went down the field quite a few times and just did like sprint work, um, trying to improve top speeds. And we also have a river that goes around the house. Not like, it's not like a moat. I don't have a river around my house, but it's like just a, <laughs> a normal river. Uh, and we take them in there. Um, but 
Poi gets a little excited and tries to take off in there. So, I mean, it's, it's not it's not great all the time, but sometimes he's all right in there. And then the rest of the time is usually practice, like practicing. Um, yeah, I, I, I tend to practice not many games at a time because I become quite obsessive over, over doing the same game over and over. So I, I kind of handpick my games for, for the week. But yeah. Was that to limit yourself from overdoing it? Uh, I mean, it's mum that usually stops me. Keep going. I'd keep going all day. Yeah. So, like, because you're you're quite hard on yourself. I've seen you at was at Newark. I think it was for UK Masters. I think might have been before that. Um, it was the first one that we had at Newark, and I saw after you messed up. Uh, I don't know what struck was firework flag. What are they called in MGA? Oh uh, yeah, uh, triple flag, triple flag, triple flag, triple flag. I saw you in the warm up ring, like after your session practicing your your triple flag yeah that's only because uh yeah Be- better one put me in it again so <laughs> bench now forever i can't get the it's not bad did you see a british it was good there there you go you're listening bella he's he might have redeemed himself did you video it <laughs> uh, no i didn't i didn't but um i'm sure she'll be watching better if you're listening to this put me in triple flag this weekend <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, it's definitely a game I practice quite a lot. How do you hold your flag for your put-in? Because you're also an opponent that doesn't necessarily stand like a saint. And I've always tried to hold it shorter to limit the wriggling. But today in practice, I just figured out that if I just hold it really long, it just went in every time. I was just popping them in. Like, was, well, this so is easy. a debate. I mean, you could have this conversation for ages because... I have been practicing short, just trying to like come around and keep emotion and keep going. Like, and that when when I get it is super quick. But I like to vary it with Boy because otherwise he just catches along with what you're doing, and um, yeah, he's not easier than when he catches along. So I kind of mix it up. Sure, uh, longer's gone well recently, but to be honest, I did change. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I feel like we got distracted. <laughs> I think Sorry, that is, I think that's my worst uh, worst point scoring game on uh, on the scoreboard. Anyway. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't had a look at that in a while. Yeah. Probably yours as well. Go I was on. I was pretty gutted at the weekend actually um, that my VC 100% record was broken because uh, I'm blaming it on the angle. Made me a bit slower. Yeah, you do. You do look like you give a good limp after a vaulting race. I think I've. I'm just pretty sure I've seen you just walk home from a vaulting race. You're just like, nah, like I'm. I'm not getting back on the pony. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that yes, right. So this was the problem. So throughout the week, I've been resting it, and it was all good, and it felt fine. So, mum and dad were like, "Do you want to strap it up?" I was like, "I don't need to strap it up this session. It'll be fine." Went up, jumped off, a bit of uneven sand. I was just like, "Ah, uh, just." Really hurt it again. Haven't strapped it up. Mum's obviously like, told you so, blah, 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 like she always does. Uh, so um, from then on, I strapped it up and it was fine. But yeah, that really hurt. Hectic. Because uh, I saw you at the competition when you apologised for missing last week's episode, uh, last week's podcast. Okay. Um, and I was like, I saw your leg, you had it like uh, in an ice bath. 
mm. a lot of uh, mid competition recovery i guess um and i was about to ask you i did i was like it's like what actually happened to you and i was like wait hang on we'll save this for the podcast um well what actually happened like how uh, you- I mean, it's, it's, it's not that interesting so uh at university we have basically football teams for each department so i study business international management so like business and management get put into a team and then they'll play like biochemistry um computer science people like that and we we're in the final of the cup so we it was one one and it was going to extra time and um threw on goal obviously you know it's about to score some defenders just landed on my leg and it's kind of gone one way my ankle's gone the other and it's like um on the outside of the ankle just like i heard like a, a click and I thought at the time it was my knee, but the next day my ankle just swole, uh, was really swollen. And that was, what, two weeks ago. I went to A&E and doctor was like, you need to have two weeks off. So that was on the Sunday. And then we were riding on the Friday, weren't we? So you had a week. So I had like three, four days and I was like, ah, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, hectic! I guess doctors just like dishing out those two-week rests. Like yeah, solves, yeah, solves any minor problem. Exactly. Cool, 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 cool. Um, where are we at? I mean, I've got oh. inter-counties. You want to tell us about inter-counties? What have you got on that magical list of yours? Uh, inter-counties I'm quite proud of because uh, I've actually never lost in inter-counties. Okay. Uh, so from 2012 to 2020, I've not actually I've not actually lost in inter-counties. And one year I went into age groups, 2016. There you go. <laughs> what? Yeah. How many how many inter-counties wins do you have then? Um, one, two. Uh, nine. What in eight years? Uh, yeah, because uh, one was cancelled, wasn't it? So, Corona. Oh, so no, it's yeah. seven years. 2019, I lied. 2019, um, I didn't win in 2019. Uh, That's ruined it, isn't it? That's ruined yeah, it. That was such an exciting story. You know, like, Frodo was probably already, like, pulled out his phone and was messaging me that you were... Yeah, that's why I wanted to get that in there, because otherwise, you know, <laughs> it ruined my credibility. Yeah, um... <laughs> Okay, so consecutive inter-counties wins, if you were to re- re-estimate or recalculate, since you're doing facts. Consecutive, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight consecutive, then a year out, and then opens last year. Hectic. <laughs> wow. I guess it would have been a, a pretty impressive if you just stayed with your story and went and stopped it. Yeah, I should have. Just cut it out. Just cut it out. <laughs> no, nah, we're, 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 just leap over it. <laughs> beep. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay. And then, so, question from Rory, or not a question. I just asked him for oh, a couple yeah, of yeah. little talking points. Um, and you are one of the nominees for Rider of the Year for Struck. Yeah. Is that quite exciting? It is, but uh, I doubt I'll win it. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I don't win any of these things. Oh, shame. Well, maybe if you just keep going on like this, they'll pity you and you'll win it. <laughs> maybe. But I don't 
You're right. And then over the years, you've been for a bunch of different teams, uh, Monmouthshire, Northumberland, and Royal Berkshire. Have you been for any others? Uh, no. Are those just your open teams? I don't really no, know. I'm a team hopper, aren't I? I don't think that's too many, too many names. It's all right. Um, but the, the difference is riding for Monmouth and Northumberland and now riding for Royal Berkshire. Uh, I mean, not too many. I guess Mon Monmouth was always very structured because obviously I had my dad training. Um, so he was always a constant throughout the years, but we always changed our teams up. I never rode with the same team. Um then Northumberland, we didn't have a trainer. We trained ourselves, which is a bit different. Never done that before. Um, Did you see but, success doing that? Must have. Yeah, they went into counties. Yes, but I I see the benefits of training. I prefer having trainers. Most yeah. Because, can... yeah, definitely for decision-making in big finals, there's... It takes away pressure from the riders if they're just making decisions. There's a reason that every football team has a has a coach, isn't there? I mean, yeah, I, I do see the benefits of it most definitely. Okay, and then talking about trainers, your dad being a probably one of the better ones, um, or I guess you're half the reason for uh, me saying that because you've won them all these titles. Sorry, it's just bloody hot in here. So I'm opening a window. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like having your dad train you, uh, a lot of the time it's annoying for everyone else because everything has to be <laughs> in pristine, like has to be like perfectly straight and your cups have to be a certain way. And this has to be a certain way. And uh, like the wind will blow and your dad will run back out there again and sort it all out. My pony's like done 10 circles by this time. <laughs> you're always just a with anyway that's true it's true, it's true i'm just joking ian uh we love you please come on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> you come on now. um but yeah so like what are your opinions on trainers have you had any crazy good ones over the years how how is it being trained by your dad uh so i mean i've only really had my dad and bella i guess Sorry if I've missed anyone that's trained me. I've had Mark as well. I mean... Matthews? No, Mark Devitt. Uh, Mark right. Devitt is a great trainer, right? Does he listen? Does he listen to the podcast? Uh, I'm not too sure. He thinks, he's uh, I think he does. Yeah, yeah, he's I think he's he a great does. trainer, but he's the only only person I've ever been with who didn't get me out of semi-finals. So, I mean... Just doesn't bring the results. Nah. Uh, he's great in a final. Semi-final, I don't know. <laughs> He'll love the little mention anyway, but but yeah. <laughs> uh, he's probably going to say the same thing about you now and be like, oh, no, he's loved training everyone else, but uh, he doesn't like training. Yeah, no, no, I really like Mark as a trainer. He's a great trainer. I don't, know, I don't know why it didn't happen, you know. It's my fault, probably. But um, yeah, so I've had Mark. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else now. Well, just let's, let's talk about your dad. Um, how is it being trained by your dad? Like, what? What goes on behind the scenes? I mean, all we see is the clapping and the <laughs> the air punches. Um, he's passionate. He's like, it's cool to have a dad that's yeah, like definitely. that. Definitely. Uh, I mean, that's quite normal for me because it's happened from such a young age. I don't really know any different. Um, 
Well, you know Billa now, and that's that's yeah, definitely. Story Obviously, it's helped, helped a lot at home with training and stuff. Um, he obviously has his techniques, some ways he likes doing things, um, which which trainers obviously do. When we had Rory on the podcast, uh, was for I think Knights Pairs, and we also also we always take a cheeky jab at your dad and his uh his his setting up of the equipment, um, and he was saying that uh. Apparently, like your dad came into the ring and you were like confused. You're like, well, what? And apparently, you did, like Rory had asked him to train you guys, and you weren't even aware of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, at the moment, like recently, he hasn't been training me that much because obviously my brothers always they're always clashing, and what? like the two rings. So I've kind of gone more independent. But then recently, Sam's not been doing as much, which has been nice because he's been back over training. Um. But yeah, Rory did ask him, which I hadn't, I didn't know about. <laughs> so he came in for that. Cool. And then now that you have Bella, like I think the well, is there any difference between your dad's training and Bella's training? Do you like the way the Royal Berkshire handles things, except for the fact now that you're out of triple flag? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's great apart from that, Bella. I mean, great training, but I should be in triple flag. Now I'm not even going to say this because if she puts me in it now, I'm just I am going to fuck it up on her. <laughs> it just will happen. So uh, now nah, Bella's great. Bella's great. She's funny as well. The team, the team, yeah, the team's great. You should get Mike on the podcast. That's who you should get next. Uh, He's which one from the team? He's the funny chap. It's cool. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Talk about feet, hooves. Fairy. Yeah, exactly. We've had some crazy times with them doing people's hoops at competitions where we've all had way too much to drink. And then someone will come and be like, please, 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 can you do this? And like he's, he's like you can just see his like blood's boiling. He's like he just wants to enjoy his weekend. Ends up yeah. slapping some shoes on. But he's, he's just too kind. Yeah. What are, uh, what do you reckon your chances are this weekend? Well podcast is taking a taking a turn we've got a new a new uh presenter yeah um <laughs> i don't fancy swapping for thomas for everyone well i've got like two of our main ponies out now for this weekend so it's not ideal so i have to ride the whisper probably the little bay and then mason's riding star and palomino i'm not sure what holly's riding yet that definitely doesn't help our chances but what about the individuals? I've I've seen Kyle's and I saw he's getting a bit loud on Facebook earlier. Actually, Greg's just, just never going to come on. He's never going to come on the podcast now. Uh, he'll come on. That that boy's got got stories to tell. I'm telling you, he's, <laughs> he's a quiet person, but he's got stories. I'm sure he's slow as well. Apparently, so you said. I never said he's slow. Although with his <laughs> knees, with his knees, he probably is. <laughs> um, joke, um, but. Well, we saw Tom and Dion and Greg in that runoff for Double Bottle mm. in Western Lords last weekend. Apparently, Tom and Dion said to him, they were like, uh, oh, we knew that uh, Greg was going to take a chill and like, just get the race right. And we knew that Dion was going to go for it because that's her race. And we know that Tom wasn't going to let Dion just have it. So that was that. And apparently, uh, Greg said to Tom, I think it was, or he said to somebody, he was just like, no, that was my fastest. <laughs> um but yeah, so I don't know. I, I, you don't see him winning the speed races in finals or semis. 
Going back to that just quickly, the little bottle, Thomas. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a little. I, I had to go for the bottle in the uh, in the heat just to try and beat you. Yeah. Uh, embrace yeah. individuals after your amazing bottle. I definitely did it a bit slower, but I was still planning on doing it fast enough, and then you beat me on the video check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't let Thomas beat me here. No, after his, uh, his great run last time. It did actually hurt my feelings a bit. <laughs> Kyle, okay, for, for the individuals though, I'm uh, I'm training Dion. So, yeah, really so does that mean I have to be less or more scared? Yeah, more. Definitely. Oh, oh, sorry, I would never have thought. I'm joking. <laughs> Nick, huge trainer, me. I don't think. I, oh, maybe I'll have a trainer if someone wants to. I always like having Bella. She tells me like things. She tells you things, she? What she, she tells me, she tells me <laughs> whispers little secrets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think it's just gonna be like you have to you have to do well, otherwise you can't you can't go through. So. Gets a bit tricky, especially when uh, vaulting races aren't terribly good for my current me and my pony. Well, what's the matter? Um, I'm not particularly fast on the ground. Um, he's particularly small and quick, uh, especially with me getting off. Often turns before I even get off, and I'll land on the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have been getting better at it. Like as I well, I try and ride like sort of wide and past. The equipment uh, turn his head to the right, so that buys me like an extra split second to get off and get the equipment. Um, and that's gone pretty well recently, except uh, I think the last one I did was Founders, and I just went on my vault, I just crushed my letter in my hand and then went down to put it on. I was like trying to get it undone and, and then ended up kicking over the pole. And by that point, the race was finished. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should practice your vaulting instead of just taking him for the weekly walk. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can do that on one, on one occasion. We've that's done not true, thing. Tom. I, I've, there was probably two weeks where I vaulted every day and multiple times. I'd literally just go to the yard and vault. I had blood just like pouring off my, <laughs> off my elbow, it was going all over the saddle. Really manly. It was on my oh, sorry, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was just blood going everywhere. It was on my shoes, even. It was, it was, it was spectacular. Blood back, yeah. So I definitely, I definitely have given it a go, uh, but he just gets quite hot, and I think he's possibly scared of it. He like he he, he worries like a lot when I do vaulting. Um, so I often find that if he doesn't know it's coming, it goes better. So my first vault of the race will be really good. Um, so if you ever see Kyle in front of you and as the first vault, don't you worry because the second one is probably going to go wrong. Because <laughs> uh, as soon as he knows that it's coming, then he like as I sort of swing myself off he just cuts me so i have to be more prepared but that's another thing i'm just i could be better there's i'm, I'm not out here telling everyone i'm the best except on facebook now just i'm just trying to trying to, <laughs> trying to cause some some nonsense create some excitement for this competition coming up yeah, i think it will be what is it 350 prize money yeah oh you're gonna have to win that kyle at the bar after that you imagine it would be good i think i'll be at the bar either way but I won 50 pounds last year, and even that was quite exciting. Um, Tom, you were talking about what sort of points I should have and that sort of thing. Or maybe I should share my screen and we can pull up these heats for the knockout individuals. Or maybe, yes, let's stay on individuals. We'll move on to the teams just now and give some predictions. Oh, you're not going to do this to me. You? I've seen everyone doing these predictions. 
Christ. They're so usually pretty good. How good, how good breweries, individual ones? Terrible. It's the worst breweries ever done. Really? Uh, <laughs> he got quite a few right, but he usually gets almost everything right. So it seems bad that he got so many wrong. <laughs> Can you guys see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. All right, so here's where we at. We can even go over these little these little chats here. So just a disclosure, my chat my, with my cheeky comments I've been making. Um, I made sure. Oh, you've gone back on. You put that when I'm an underdog. You put that afterwards. You have. Yeah, yeah. So because yeah. like, you backtracked, you have. I can't believe it. You backtracked <laughs> off your first comments. Giving all the big boy. No, but am I am I wrong? Am I not the underdog? I don't know. Wait for my prediction. You don't know. Okay. This is going to be really hard, though, because no one's going to ride the same horses, are they? No, a lot of people won't. I this, will. <laughs> yeah, you will, but th this is going to be really hard. I don't know why anyone's riding. But yeah, so I think at the end of the day, I'm just going to repeat this for the third time. I'm the underdog in my final, in my, in my, in my session. We have big names like Greg James, who's been on England teams and has won fancy things. He's won, uh, what's it called? In the inter counties, I'm pretty sure. He's won this competition twice in a row as well. Well, there we go. We have uh, good old Mikkel. Uh, we know he had the re a really cool fall last time. Yeah, also nice. knocked out in the quarterfinal by me. Last time. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Owen, who's obviously really, really good. Um, and his pony is worth like 40 grand or something ridiculous, apparently. <laughs> um, anyway. I don't really know, bro. I just it was just a rumor I heard. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, bro, that, that, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Um have you sold yours yet, Kyle? I saw you uh, on the South Shopshire and you were trying to sell it to them. Well, it sold my horse. Yeah. Or are you no, looking at again now? My plan is I'm going to win this competition first. Right. And then I'll auction them off to the highest bidder. It'll probably be 350 pounds to ever win the competition. <laughs> <laughs> the only person willing to to lose to lose money. <laughs> Have you given them their dirty points yet? Uh, no, but they said it would be this weekend, so that would yeah. be exciting. Oh, that's that's good then. Yeah. So, what have you got to to talk about these A, B, C, and D? Right. <clears throat> Do you know how it's working? How how is this actually working? Who goes through to the quarters? The top two from each group. Well, and then they, the the same ones go against each other again. Uh, so you can't you can't race anyone from your session. So I think D would race the one of the winners from D would race like the second place from C. I think. Okay. Before you okay. continue, just for everyone that's listening and can't see. Uh, we are currently looking at the, what would you call this? Knockout struck individuals. Maybe? Yeah, and like sort of the heats and who's in which of them, how it's the going to work. It's on the struck events, I guess, Facebook page, if you want to have a look at it. And Ben's going to try and give us some kind of analysis. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> this is going to be difficult. We'll start with Group A. We'll start with Group A. I'm going to go off that Owen Dryden is proper horse. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what Mikkel is riding. He's he riding for guys. I think someone said that. Oh, okay. Carl's in the group, is he? He's in yep. the Euro. He's Hungary in the in the Euro group with uh, 
Germany, Portugal, and uh, France. Could I just let you know that Russia's doing quite well? They, they, I think they won today. <laughs> Russia, yeah, and Wales won today, which made me quite happy, actually. Do you see that? 2-0? No, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. We're through the knockouts, basically. Now, four points from two games. Beautiful. So for everyone that doesn't know what the hell's going on, we're now talking about the Euros, the football. <laughs> just, uh, this is just a messy podcast, isn't it? This one, I just got off on rants. I'm sorry, guys. Right, we'll stick to this. Right. O-line. <clears throat> flag. Right, we're going to go with flag. We're going to go with flag. Right, Mikhail's quite fast. Carl's quite fast, he's told me. He's been bigging it up in the chat. O-line's got... Uh, O-line's uh, I'd prefer... Fast. Let's rather you give your honest your honest opinions. I want right. to hear you tell me my pony's fast. I, I am, I am, I am. But Greg, turns- Greg is slow. Kyle's already told me that Greg is very slow. So remember <laughs> Greg in there. Yeah, the flag race. Because <laughs> Kyle's told me. <laughs> what is, what no, is your I think, opinion on Greg's pony? I, I, no, I think he'll get through. I'm putting him in, in yeah. two-time holder of this competition. He's made like over a grand from this competition. I didn't He's say that there. being slow was a problem. It's obviously I know I'm not something that Kyle. I was just it's, saying there was flag and it was a fast race. It's beneficial in this kind of competition to have a maybe a steady, more accurate. I agree. Combination. I agree. Um, this is actually a hard group, isn't it? Think of the races. Flag. Who's winning? Give us your who's coming where in, in flag flyers. Mikhail, Owen, Kyle, Greg. Okay. Tom, I hope you're doing the maths here so we can see who's going to win at the end. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, now I'm going to have to do the maths in my head. Okay, right. Two flag, two flag. Tom's got it. Tom's got it. Two flag, Greg. Have you not seen my two flag? Good. <laughs> I'm joking. This is going to be messy. This one's going to be messy. I'm going to go Greg. I'm going to come last. If I don't get it in right, it's, I will come last. Have that in mind. <laughs> I'm going to go Greg. No, I'm going to go Mikhail, Greg, Owen, Kyle. I know Owen doesn't like that race either. He always tells me. Yeah, but he'd be able to correct quicker than me if it goes wrong for me. Yeah. Okay. And then tap box. Owen, Greg, Mikhail, Kyle. You think it? I thought Mikhail was really good. Yeah, uh, he the whole uh, he doesn't like the small ring for vaulting in him. Okay, it goes a bit, it goes a bit wayward. Okay, I'm just going with he hasn't ridden it in a while, so it might be. In my in my mind, I've given myself a last for tack box as well. So, I uh, yeah okay, double bottle. Um, it's going to be a hectic race. It's going to be difficult because Macau does a quick bottle. You can do a quick, but you won in the struck individual semis, didn't you? You won double bottle. Well, uh, half the arena. <laughs> half the arena. Yeah, sure you did. Do you know what, actually? I tried in a really fast bottle there and I got two points in that semi final for it. I looked around, <laughs> I was like, what's happened? I only got two points because someone put it on the floor. I was like, geez. Everyone just went for it. Um, This is going to become a four-hour podcast if we go at this rate. Yeah, okay. Right. Mikhail, <coughs> Owen, Greg, Kyle. For double bottle. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. It, it could happen. I've, I've, I've bigged it all up. So 
It's very possible. <laughs> it's not saying that's going to happen. That was just, I don't I just, Who I think, even goes through with that? I don't even know. That's, that's, I, I think that what you've said is the most likely. Like, I, d I don't guarantee that. Well, I, I don't put myself as a consistent, Mr. Consistent. I, I can, be, I believe in you, though. I think you can. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the VE. Right, we need to quicken up, right? Okay. Uh, what's Sadie on? She's not going to be on NASA, is she? So we have Sadie Locke, Finley Green, uh, Luke uh, Stokes, and Charlie Sutton. Right. Charlie's going to take it seriously. I don't. I think Sadie will have a novice now for this. It's a good novice. It is a good novice. I I have no idea. Finley, will he be on his novice? I don't know. And I'm oh, sorry yeah. for Luke Stokes, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, think Rui said he's the youngest competitor in this competition. That's all I know. Uh, I've never watched him ride, so I can't really give my opinion on him, to be honest. Sorry, I think Rui. I commentated for them. I think it was the under, I don't know if it was 15s or 18s. I remember being young. Um, and he was in like the D final, and there was a someone dropped out of the Cs, and he was moved up. Okay. I'm sorry, Luke, if you're a listener, but. Yeah, I, I won't include him in this thing because I have never seen him ride. I'll watch you ride on the weekend. I'll watch him in the knockout. <laughs> um, cool. Flag. Okay, we'll go Sadie because her horse, her novice is rapid. We'll go Charlie and then we'll go Finn. But I don't know what Finn's on, whether he's on his proper one or his novice. I reckon he's on his novice, so I'm going to I'm gonna do it like that. Cool. Then I reckon two flag, Charlie... Finley, Sadie. Tack box, Charlie, Sadie, Finley. Double bottle, Sadie, Finley, Charlie. And that's it. Cool. C's. These are going to be the worst predictions ever, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, is Ella going to be on a novice? I don't know. Dion, straight straight wins because I'm training them. So uh, yes. but we got straight wins there. Brilliant. Then we got Megan and Ella. And Henry Chick's quite young, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Not a good pony, though. We'll go Ella. So we'll go Dion, Ella, Megan, Henry. Then we'll go Dion, Megan. Then we'll go Dion, Ella, Megan, Henry again. Then we'll go. Don't put actually don't put Dion for tap box. We'll go. We'll go Megan, Dion, Ella, Henry. Henry's not going to get last in all these races, but I haven't seen him ride, so I can't really say anything. Sorry, Henry. We're going to need to tell Meg you've given her a four for tap box. She'll like that. Is she going to vote him? <laughs> <laughs> She's also, she's got an equally or a more broken unit, does, I think. Oh, well, why are you talking? I didn't know that. Okay, right. <laughs> I don't watch a lot. This is my problem, see? Um, okay, right. Tack box. Yeah, we'll stick with what I've got because I don't really know what else. And then we'll go Dion in double bottle, Ella, Megan, Henry. Although I think Henry's going to sneak in a couple of seconds somewhere, but I've not watched him, so I, don't, I couldn't tell you what his good races are. Cool. And then the final one, the D, is we have James Doyle, Thomas Forsyth, Matt Bellatati. He's quite good. Now, and he's one to watch out for, everyone on the podcast, Matt Bellatati. Okay. He's got his first individual show at the Struck Individual. I thought he was very good. 
Yeah. Did you uh, well? KT will be on a novice, I'm presuming. Dawson Spencer. Oh, no. Actually, I know who she's riding. I don't know where I can say them. That was inside <laughs> information. Do you think it's a secret? I think you have to tell us now. Let us know. It's, uh, I think she's riding Minx. Okay. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll go. Tom, you got a quick horse, haven't you? Uh, yeah, probably will do for that one. You riding Rado? No, I'm not riding Rado this weekend. Just having a break now, but I'll be on the little bay that I've done a couple individuals on as well. Right, yes, yeah, another one. Right, you can win flag. Then mm-hmm. Katie. Then Matt, then James. Um, two flag will have Katie, Tom, James, Matt. Tack box will have Katie, Tom, Matt, James. The double bottle will have Tom, Matt, Matt, Katie, James. There you go. Beautiful. I don't. I don't want to go through. <laughs> let's lift this. No, no, that, that was good. That was. But uh, who's gonna win the competition? Dion, obviously. No man. <laughs> what do you mean no? I shouldn't have expected an honest answer. How is that? I think Dion was bigger <laughs> friends than you said that. <laughs> I'm just. He definitely, definitely could because like there's only one yeah. vaulting race in the semi-finals and you only have to win two out of those three. So if she just wins. Bending in the three cone flag, which exactly will win. Pretty easy okay. races. You come back to this podcast on Monday. All right, Beautiful. fantastic. I love it, Dion. I hope you do win. I was just joking. I don't have anything against you winning. I was just taking the piss out of Ben because he's showing favoritism. I that that was that was not favoritism. That was just honest opinions. Fantastic. <laughs> well, that's good. I can stop sharing my screen now, which is cool. Let's see if there's any other questions here that I haven't asked you. Got teams predictions as well, if you want. Well, yeah, but let's move on to that and do that at the end and then we're done. Maybe. Unless you want to do that now. Is that me? Sorry. Let's do that now. <laughs> I've got loads to talk about. I've got loads of stuff. I've been thinking. It's all good. Because you've got to beat Shropshire South and Staffordshire this week to win the league. Well, I hope so. I mean, I'm not on boy this weekend. He's having a rest, but I think we still have a good, good shout. Um, yeah, you just got to be the most consistent team in that arena. It's not. It's going to be tight, but it'll be good. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I think we should just move straight on to that. I don't have any other questions to ask you. So, <laughs> after all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, my friend's got stuff prepared though. Mm. Wow. There's, there's there's something I want to bring up, which I think is yeah. a good idea, and I thought we could talk about it on the podcast. So I was thinking for individuals. Has your dad already messaged me about this? I don't think so. I haven't told him about it. Okay, then you have you guys have your own exciting plans for world individuals. Oh, I know what he's no, I know what he's told you about. That's a secret though. But no, this one is um so I'm thinking, you know the boxing where they have their own ring walk? And they choose their own music. Yeah. I'm thinking the finalists of one individual should like choose their own music to come into. Sounds I good. Think, I think that'd be pretty cool. What would you choose? Wow. I mean, 
there's a bit. Um, I'd go no role models by um, J. Cole. Okay. Yeah, something a bit different. A lot of people go Eminem, won't they? But you know, I'm going Aller a bit. I'm going J. Cole. <laughs> With the music, the moment you own it, you better never let it go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet Lose Yourself comes out a lot. It's actually <laughs> easy in one of my playlists, actually, for uh, oh, that one. Too common, I think. Mm. We actually need to do something about the music at all these competitions. They're all the same. They like they have like the same playlist that they go to. Yeah. It's like we're in a we're in like a, a portal. You get go to a competition and it's like the same again. Whew. It's probably not the end of the world, guys. We we didn't we barely had any music at this last competition. I do, I do like music. Like like warming up to music. Mm. Cool. Any other any other things you you've had planned to talk about? What about? I was thinking about an individual competition, right? With two part final, like uh, intercounties. So more games. So you could do two two sessions of ten. So you could do twenty games. When there's like I don't even know how many individual games there are. There can't be that many. Twenty games in a final. Yeah, a two part final on different days. Hmm. Be cool. Why don't you start an events? company called Hopkins something and we can have good old MGA struck and Hopkins something good we could yeah do a little yeah. we could do like a, a qualifying weekend and then you have like a semi-finals on that weekend and then a two-part final so you still have the crowd but I don't know I just think it'd be cool to do it over 20 games rather than 10 yeah for sure I think it'd separate a lot of different styles of riding exactly yeah okay and then so you're studying business and a question that we've asked a couple of times to like almost everybody is like how you how you'd improve games like how do you see games growing you studying business if you have any brass ideas how do we how do we get games bigger get more people riding uh frodo's says that it's not, nothing to do with the money, like people shouldn't be riding to try and earn prize money or to be professionals, to be paid. What is your opinion uh, on that? It's, his podcast was very um, detailed, wasn't it? I feel like I'm a bit, bit rough around the edges compared to his. He was very German, wasn't he? He had an answer to everything. I mean, how would I do it? I, um... You don't have to have a set answer. You don't have to have a prepared answer. No, you don't have to have an answer at all. <laughs> I think with more shows like Royal Welsh would definitely attract the attention of the crowd. Have you ever been to Royal Welsh? I think someone t- spoke about this one actually. I've been to watch, yeah. Cool. Royal Welsh is like the best show, um, most definitely for atmosphere. But the thing that gets the crowd engaged there is how quick everything is. So you have like 10 set arena party and it's just like game after game after game. There's no real breaks. Whereas sometimes you're just in the ring. It can take so much time between games that I think maybe it loses in interest for some spectators. Because I don't think the actual sport, people want to watch the actual sport. I think the actual sport's really exciting. I just think it's everything that's in, in between that takes a long kind of... Um, takes away from the fact of people watching. 
fair enough. But then I guess horse racing happens very, uh, I don't know, like that'll have a race will go by and then like an hour later you'll have the next race or like 40 minutes later. Wow, oh, yeah. But there's a lot more money involved in that. That's all to do with betting. I mean, that could be a way to get people involved, start up a betting company on the, on the old Opens. Obviously, you can do it for the under-18s, but bet bet on the Opens with uh, yeah. Larson. Is the, the Opens isn't limited to open riders, though. I think you can ride up, and I think that's why it's not possible or not legal. Uh, we'd have to stop on them, wouldn't we? I think that's a good idea. I just think it'll be cool for... If, if, if it can result in like the sport growing, then I think it's pretty cool. If it doesn't, obviously, then there's no point. I mean, I'm guessing it would, it would um, mean you have a lot more money. I know Fredo said it wasn't about the money, but I feel like it is a little bit about the money. Yeah, like, especially like uh, you guys taking you and your brother to competitions. Like, it's an expensive hobby. Yeah, exactly. If you can at least pay for for your competitions by doing well, I guess that helps. Most definitely. Most definitely. And some people do have sponsors. There's quite a few riders of sponsors at the moment. I don't know quite uh, how fruitful those agreements are, like how lucrative they are. Mm, I had a sponsor. They got rid of me. They got rid of you? <laughs> yeah, I didn't write enough blogs on the old Instagram about them. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, don't buy from you guys. Don't buy from Wow. <laughs> Please, can you say that brand again? So I know not to, to buy anything from them. <laughs> Harry Hall. Harry Hall. Oh, wow. I actually had my horse insured with them. Uh, <laughs> no, Won't be renewing no, 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 my policy. <laughs> they abandoned me. They abandoned me. <laughs> oh, hectic. Okay. Well, predictions for this weekend, I guess, is the only thing we can do for teams now. We could have an A final prediction. I can't even, I couldn't tell you who's going, to be honest. Uh, I haven't even looked. Um, I'm guessing going off the normal teams, you'll have Northumberland, Royal Berkshire, um, Staffordshire, Shropshire South. Um, What's your team looking like this weekend? Do you make another sneaky A final? Uh, if we do make it, I think it will be sneaky. So I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't bet money on it unless you were going for good odds. Sussex, I forgot on them. And then there's probably going to be one wildcard team. Yeah. That's probably how it's going to go. Cool. Hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Um, where's Ben on the Pony Games podcast rider rankings? Where? Uh, I'm definitely well. number one. <laughs> After the last two wins in a row in individuals. He's been number one tied with Ruri for the whole year, though. Well, I think Ruri overtook him once when Ben missed a show. Um, and then Ruri was obviously out, and he's been on top since then. And there's not much hope of Guy catching you up at this point. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good then. Hopefully that bides well for uh, Ride of the Year. Yeah. If you're out there, independent trainers, listening to the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's good. I don't I know what else there. I have. I have a little sneak bit of information because uh, when Frodo came on, he wouldn't tell you any of the times, would he? No, he wouldn't. Well, I've got, I I've got a couple of his times. Hmm? 
<laughs> yeah, I got a couple of times. You're gonna give them to us. I mean, what what do you want? I've got one individual final, 2018. Uh, bank sock, free mug, triple flag, VC carton, ball exchange, bar, toolbox, sword and flag. What time do you want from him? Do you think that was a good year for him? Yeah, I mean, let's see. He win by. He's gonna message me and be like, uh, you know, I was on the slowest pony in that arena, and I still managed to win. Well, yeah, <laughs> it was in Le Bon, so what did he say? It was a second slower in Le Bon, so uh, yeah. got to count that in. Nah, uh, he won by four points over Colin that year. Cool. He'll give us a give us a three mug time. I have nothing to compare it to. What's your three mug time? What's his? Three mug. Uh, he, he came fourth in three mug. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll skip that one then. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what's interesting, actually. Colin, right? I'll tell you this. Colin, his averages over 2018 and 2019 for one, two, they were never outside a second of each other. So he produced like, they were like 0.3 difference for the two years for like every game, near enough. Apart from bank and triple flag, which quite increases, quite yeah. yeah. His average time overall, if you took all the times and like divided them by ten, how many games? Twenty six point nine seconds in the twenty eighteen and twenty six point eight seven seconds in the twenty nineteen. Well, consistently quick. Yes. Hectic. What other gems do you have for us, Ben? I mean, running out of gems. I've I've got I've got 2018, 2019, but I can't give all these away. You know, you'll have to. Uh, I need a payment up front for these kind of video analysis, <laughs> like the, the the cheat sheets for your exams. Yeah, yeah the cheat sheets. I, actually, I have Rory, and he had three DNFs in no four DNFs in the 2019 final of all individuals. <laughs> there you go. He DNF'd in bank, sock, carton, and flag. Yeah, I remember seeing all of those, I think. Mm. <laughs> mm. And, and okay, so I compared the times to my times that year when I was in under 17s. So I was on Aramis. And I would have came, I would have come fifth, which I, that came as a surprise to me, to be fair. Um, but I did come last in one race. So, I mean, that brought everything down. But yeah, it showed that I needed a, a faster horse, most definitely. Do you think you've got one? I, I think so, yeah. Really? I think it's quite fast. I don't know. It is quick. It is very quick. Mm. It's quite interesting sitting on the bank and watching you guys ride and you hear like the comments from trainers and uh, riders with broken legs and other trainers and other riders with no broken legs. Um and just like, <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, basically, Bella and I was sitting with Bella and uh, Rory and a couple other riders. Uh, I think Casey Dawson Spencer was one of them. Oh, I guess that was for a different, I was at a different time. Um, but yeah, I was just talking about like, uh, they were doing like betting, I guess, just friendly bets on who's going to do what for each race. It was in one of your sessions or something, I'm not sure. Um, but it was just super interesting, like chatting about. I guess different ponies and how, like who's going to win this race, and you'll see it'll be like a speed race, 
And in my mind, I'll be like, oh, Ben will win this or Mitch will win this. And they'll be like, no, 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 this, this, this. This will happen. He'll do that. And it all like plays out exactly the way they said. Yeah. Like, it's, it was crazy. I wouldn't bet on me to win races. Yeah. I don't do winning races. Just uh, seconds. Yeah. My average points are like sixes. It's kind of... Cool. Give us one more gem. Do you have any others? Do you have just like, uh, how big is this list of yours? What? What? Of times? No, no, no. Like, I don't know, your list of gems. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, my list of gems. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a look for you. Um, what about superstitions? Because I heard you talking about that one. Yeah, I do love a good superstition. I mean, I used to, when I was younger, had a superstition. I so I wore the same jobbers for every final. They got hot. Like, they got so ho like holy in the end. They just I had to throw them away. It was a sad day, but I had to. And then I heard a quote from Conor McGregor, actually of all people, who he came out and he was like, someone asked him if he had his, any superstitions, and he was like, no, superstitions are for the weak. Is for people that can't handle like the pressure in their own head. And I thought about it and I was kind of like, yeah, I guess that's true. It's kind of a way of bottling up fear in a way. So after that, I haven't had any superstitions at all. Okay, that's an interesting one. You've basically just been a sports psychologist for a whole statement. So I'll, I'll take that and I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> Do you have any superstitions then? Carl's got loads. Well, I obviously hack my right, pony. Else. <laughs> I obviously hack my pony every Wednesday. <laughs> That's actually true. You just do it on a Wednesday. That's, That's the only time I ride every week. Although this week I'll ride on a Thursday as well. Oh, is that going to ruin? Not oh, the oh, weekend. <laughs> so we'll see. If I if I don't do well at my at my knockout individuals, I'll blame it on riding on a Thursday. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and also uh, like i'll i'll ride in the same clothes the following days if i keep riding well and if i don't <laughs> well everything the same uh no i did uh, I, i'd usually change my underwear and my socks okay yeah. i only have one good pair of jumpers so that's not a superstition but i just kind uh, of have to wear the same ones for our weekends so. I guarantee you, if I was a wild card in like a world individuals final, I wouldn't change a single thing. <laughs> it depends on the depends yeah. on what 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 are the stakes. <laughs> mm. That's crazy. What other questions do we ask everyone else? You don't drink much, do you? I don't drink much. Well, you hadn't. Well, you didn't really come out much. I all. mean, it's been like a more recent thing that I've seen. University, yeah, like, that's what it does to you. You must be doing quite well at university. I saw you lying on the bank with your laptop out the other day. I don't know whether you're watching football or. Probably. I mean, I finished now, like three weeks ago. Um, it's it's yeah, quite quite a bit of drinking at uni. It's... So what what are the next steps for you then, if you've now finished your degree? Um. So, I have, first year I've just finished, 
then September to September, his second year, which I'm still in back with. And then oh, my this third, your first year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you've just finished uni. Like. No, no. And then my third year, I go abroad. So I do a year abroad in industry. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so I'll be going, I'll be going abroad for the year. There's a crazy lightning storm happening outside. Is there? Behind you. Like throughout this whole podcast, there's been like lightning. Oh, well, there we are. I didn't, I haven't noticed. <laughs> you just like radiate this uh, crazy power, you know? Yeah. Like um, four. <laughs> the god of lightning thunder uh, but what I, i'll give you a little insight if i um oh, i can't go back on this if i say it now though you can't really go back on not saying it now if i win more individuals i'll retire there and then that'll be it that'll be it if you win world individuals yeah i'll leave the hat on the podium i'll walk away that'll be it i'll do my year abroad that's it forever Hectic. Um, so I'm going to respond to that with a message from Frodo, where he said that, will you ever be fulfilled if you don't beat Frodo and Colin Verdland? Well, I can't do a lot about it if he never wants to come over and ride against me, can I? Uh, okay, well, that was a good answer. I'm pretty sure uh, we're going to have to make sure that that is the, your, your final battle. As if you have both of them in a world individuals, and you win, then you can retire. When, when I win, yeah? Well, you just have to beat both of them. I and mean, if you don't want to win, and you want to, if you want to retire on a third, that's fine. No, I'll beat both of them. It's fine. <laughs> Make sure you put some money on me on uh, with Colin, yeah? When he, gets the, uh, when he gets the odd books out for that. I'll probably be a bit lower on his odd list, but be good returns for you. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. As long as you back yourself. Definitely. That's that's my game plan for the I think the, uh, I think you're leaving Mitch out of this as well. I think Mitch, Colin, and and Frodo. There we go. Look at you pulling in all the big names. Put all, all the boys. Shout out to Mitch. <laughs> I wonder what dirty pants he's gonna have. Do you guys have any recommendations? What was that sorry? Uh, recommendations on a Dirty pints for the boys on the weekend. Uh, do you understand? Like a dirty pint is just anything. Like I didn't understand on the last podcast, but I, I don't think you did. No, literally just anything. Tomato <laughs> sauce, anything goes in a dirty pint. Like just get like um, Guinness. Guinness is a good starter because no one really likes Guinness. And then just going to be a bunch of Irishmen. Like who's this guy? <laughs> and then just put just. Tequila, put tequila in there, I reckon. Jaeger. Mm-hmm. And then something weird. Tomato sauce, mayo. Some, some milk. Milk. I don't know. Yeah. Something yeah. weird. And an egg. Because um, you could do a different one for all of them as well. They don't all have to be exactly the same, do they? I oh, feel bro. like, you be, yeah, you should be mean because I feel like they thought that they were giving you a dirty point that weekend. And they, they would have gone wild. I know. I know. I feel like they thought that they'd uh, cashed in their chips, but you came back stronger. And if I just say that if we have to video it and we can put it out on, on, on the socials, then they have to do it. Exactly. I mean, they have to be held accountable now. You have to clip it, clip the, the podcast. And if they don't do it, put it all over Facebook. Shame them. 
Uh, I feel like I'm too kind. I just want to, we'll, we'll probably just make something that's like delicious and potent and we'll just get smashed and have a great evening. <laughs> now, all I'm going to say is they wouldn't have done it for you. That's all I'm going to say. It's true. <laughs> that is true. But like Mitch also <laughs> talking about dirty pints. This guy, this guy lives the dirty pint lifestyle. We were at Dallas Burston and I had a, like a low cut vest on. I don't know what you guys call them. Yeah. Like a V, yeah, V neck. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and like, he, like my chest hairs, you could see them. He like rips chest hairs out of like off my chest. And I was just like, and he <laughs> drops it in his pants and just goes, drink, 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 drink. I was like, what the hell? So like being a, being one of the lads, uh, I retaliated, pulled my pants down a bit. And I was like, yeah. So he goes, pulls out some of my pubes, chucks it in his pants and finishes it off. <laughs> So I don't think what are you saying this? the kids on here disclaimer don't do that kids <laughs> it's definitely not recommended I don't think there are any uh, health benefits hmm. you didn't do that when you gave that drink to the under 18 did you you didn't put any of your pubes in that one uh, <laughs> uh, this is another prime opportunity for whoever reported me to come <laughs> forward we can chat about it on the podcast and <laughs> who reported Kyle I don't know. I don't know. It was sealed though. So the answer to your original question, no, it was not a, a dirty pint. That it no. was pristine. Innocent until proven guilty, and then they didn't have the uh, the tools to prove you guilty. So <laughs> you're a free man. Yeah. Anyway, that's exciting. It's okay. I, I love I love you. Whoever you are, that try to get me out of my competition that day. <laughs> They were, they were just jealous. They saw you riding so well. And just, I was actually having a great day. That was it was a good day for Carl. It was. Yeah. I wasn't there to see it, so you can't blame me. I didn't do it. <laughs> you called this it. Weekend, though, now you're against Dion, I'll be, uh, I'll be calling for the breathalyzer in the ring when I'm training. Yeah, that, that seems to be all it takes. Like uh, It seems as if, if, someone, if someone's reported to be drinking, they have to investigate. So maybe it's going to become a strategy in the future. <laughs> maybe. Even just for, for a break. Like if I feel like my pony needs a break mid-session, which he doesn't, um, <laughs> but maybe one of the other ponies on our team, I'll just call out someone that they've been drinking and, you know, we'll get a mid-break, a mid-session break would be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. Anyway, Bria, I don't really have any other questions. So unless you want to tell anything else to the, the rest of the games community, uh, all three of them that listen to the podcast, I'm just joking. There's probably a couple more than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bria, otherwise it's lovely chatting. Thanks, thanks. Uh, nice to be on. Thanks for having me on. A week late. I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> the people prefer Rory probably, so it's all right. Get Rory uh, on the next podcast. People struggle to understand his accent, I believe. Uh, the CEO of Strike. 